We start in Titty City, where Esto needed .4 points last time around and couldn't fill the void this time. They say lightning can't strike twice in the same place, but Justin Herbert and the Bolts did the impossible. Esto said, damn Daniel Carlson, back at it again with the white mans. But it wasn't enough, as the Raiders left Esto wanting to get blacked. Osh's newly acquired Sanders had him saying, na 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 and I need you, na 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 and Tenny misses you, na 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 and now I wonder if Pat Mahomes is on a bye. Do you think John could pass me by? Cause you know I'd trade for a thousand miles if I could just Sanders tonight. Osh, 96, Esto, 95.2. Oh, no. Next, we go to Scranton, Pennsylvania, where Michael Scott Thomas said, I declare bankruptcy, but it didn't matter as Jacob squeaked out a victory. Dwight Juju Smith Schrutster had Jacob saying, whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would Sloan K do that thing? And if the answer is yes, I do not do that thing. Prison Mike Evans told Sloan that in this league, you are Jacob's bitch. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. David Wallace Montgomery was laid off from Jacob's lineup, but he was able to tell Sloan K to suck it for a second time around this year. Geo Andy Bernard told Sloan K, here comes trouble, and he sent him to anger management in hopes to get him through this 3-7 and seven record. Jacob, 116.8. Sloan, 108.6. <laughs> Now we head to the bread factory, where Kyler Hale Murray had Nate Hopkins for joy after the throw that shall not be named at the factory. Nate simply cannot figure out his own Johnson, as the Daisy Duke in his running back slot didn't provide any satisfaction. But Antonio Gibson Les Paul had Nate playing all the right chords and was his most electric player outside of Arizona. Deshaun IBM Watson may be the future of this team, but sometimes in matchups like Nate versus Loaf, it's the history that matters. Loaf said, I ain't no Kenny Gallabat girl, and he's hoping Ken Stefani will be back in his lineup next week. Nate, 116.3. Loaf, 99.3. Whoop! 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 Next to the dupe, where Will and Lighting may have been roommates, but there's no chub lost in this one. Travis Scott Fulgham gave Will those goosebumps every time on Sunday. And this roster has officially entered sicko mode. Lighting told Body Watch, I'll see him, see you later. And he sets his sights on a playoff run. Chase LL Claypool J has Lighting saying, I'm going to knock you out. Mama says knock you out to every man in his way of the sixth seed. And he's doing it all without the services of Mr. Singletary. Will continues his search for healthy running backs because Lamar has this team a long ways from being back, son. Lighting, 123.1. Well, 111. What? What? Last, we head to the Centennial Meat House, where over 10 wins looks like a lock. Alvin Super Camario had no problems getting through this level, as Tenny was without his Amari Koopa Troopa. Sammy will try to win a ring this season without saying he went to Jared Cook. And this tight end room, Tyreek's like hot garbage. AJ Chris Brown has only helped Tenny beat one girl this season, and he'll look to Jordan Reed Hanna to
to find love in a hopeless place the next three weeks. Teddy Roosevelt Bridgewater has Tenny speaking loudly but carrying a small stick, and his army is losing the battles and the war this season. Sammy, 108.5. Jesse, 98.2. Whap! All right, mud flaps. We have entered week 11. 10 weeks in the books. Um, pretty much three teams statistically eliminated from uh, body watch contention. And that is Jacob Lighting and John. Uh, I think John was already eliminated, but with that, uh, but he's five and five, so now there's three games left. He's officially eliminated. Um, tough loss for Esto. You just feel for him. Two losses by a total of 1.2 points, both coming at the hands of one Aaron Oshner. Uh, fantasy football is a brutal game. It is an unapologetic game. And we see it every year. You know, we see those tight losses. You never really see two in the same year to the same person. Uh, it's just, I mean, it's got to be probably top, the top one baddest beats, at least in our league history. Um, just brutal. 1.2 points. I don't want to linger on it for the sake of Esto, but you got to talk about it. Just unbelievable. If it were me, I would have been up in arms. Esto handled it well. But speaking of fantasy football being an unapologetic game, I did a little research in the league. And the teams in our league that are at the bottom versus the teams that are at the top it's re it really just comes down to schedule. A lot of it comes down to scheduling. Uh, you know, on a week-to-week -week basis, you can win games, you can lose games, but you accumulate points over the year. They all end up being roughly, you know, within 100 or so points of each other. And it just depends on who you play every week. And Will Reimer very easily has gotten the worst of it um, with myself and Tenny being right behind him. Opposing teams have been held under 100 points one time against Will, Sloan, and Jesse. One time, the opponent did not score 100 points. That's wild. Um, you look at the other figures in the league, Jacob 3, Nate 3, Loaf 3, Osh 3, John 5, Lighting 5, Sammy 7. Seven times the opponent didn't score 100 points against Sammy. Seven of the 10 weeks. And you look at three team, the three teams that, that are at the bottom of the league, it's one. So six more times a team was held under 100 points. It's just wild. It all comes down to scheduling. Um, you know, Will has more total points than Osh. Will's two and eight. Osh is seven and three. So you kind of look back. You can't play Monday morning quarterback, but you look back, and it's just unfortunate. And that, you know, right there, there's your body watch. Me, Will, and Jesse. I mean, those are the only three that can be on the body issue. Everybody else is statistically eliminated.
So your body watch is set. It will be, without question, either Jesse, Will, or Sloan. So everybody put your bets in now. Jesse is easily the betting favorite, but there's three games left. Jesse wins two of them. You know, he's got a good shot. He plays me next week. I don't know who he plays this week, but he's got a shot. So you just got to win. That's all it comes down to. You got to win. Get off the body watch. Get off the body issue. And it's a three-game season at this point. And looking at the playoff picture, uh, Loaf and Nate had an electric game last week. Nate with the Hale Murray. Uh, the only reason he gets the dub. But, you know, that's why you draft G- DeAndre Hopkins. That's why you stack him with Kyler Murray. He's, you know, he's a top three receiver in the league. He's going to make some of those plays. So, I mean, that play was obviously banana land, but that's why you draft him. Credit to Nate for stacking him with Kyler, and that's the only reason he beat uh, Loaf. Um, and, you know, you got to just tip your cap at the end of the day. So Nate gets a big win. It's still Loaf, Nate, Sammy at the top of the standings. Uh, Osh is right there. And then the five and six seed is going to be, it's going to be tight. We've got a three horse race really between Jacob Lighting and uh, John. Who would have thought Lighting would be here? But credit to Lighting, he's made some wild moves. He's made some really good moves. It's probably been, I mean, I think Lighting from draft day to now has had the most impressive run of moves uh you know up above anybody else in the league I think lighting's been easily the most impressive from a free agent and trade standpoint not afraid to make deals not afraid to be wrong and it's worked out for him you know he's our fearless leader Trevor Lighting that he I mean everything goes through him in this league so he's sitting at five and five. Uh, I hand up. I didn't think he would be here, but he is. And he's looking to make a playoff run. And he said it last week. He scored the most points in the league last week. And, of course, he played Will. Uh, but he said, name a better roster than mine. His roster looks pretty good. He's got Chubb back. He traded for Robinson. He's got Julio. He's got Aaron Rodgers, who he traded for. This is a real roster, and it's time to start taking Trevor Lighting serious. So, uh, you know, he said he wanted to get the best player at every position, and right now, you know, if Nick Chubb doesn't get injured, he's probably leading the league in rushing. Julio's right up there for receiving. Rodgers is in the MVP race. Hey, you, you, uh, you say it's stupid, but there might be a method to the madness for Trevor Lighting. Get the best player at every position. He's done it a myriad of ways this year through trades and pickups and whatever, but he looks good. So Trevor, stock up. Um, Esto, stock down because just the most unfortunate two losses in the history. I mean, he could very easily be 7-3 and right now. So tough 
tough season for Esto so far, but hey, he's five and five. He's right there. He he should be a playoff team. He, you know, he's got a good team, good roster. So it's a seven horse race for the playoffs, and it's a three horse race for the body issue. So heading into week eleven, we're on to week eleven, and it's gonna get wet and wild the last three weeks. So buckle up. And that's really all I have to say. Uh, As always, fuck you guys.